Okay. This is uh, episode 55, right? Remember that? 55? Remember that? Remember that? Remember the internet? Um, 55, last time we were at Freewheel and Coffee, we talked about uh, a lot of changes on ECs or Chavez, uh, talked about SimCity placements uh, of <laughs> the way Power people plants. are building. Yep. Uh, Austin Pawn Shops, Flying with Gus was a big topic. Gus is, is hanging out drinking this coffee while Jeff is eating the fuck out of this cookie. Uh, but that was all last time. So now we have this time. It's Anima. We're at uh, Ivory Bean Coffee down on South Lamar. There's a, we're sitting in the back. There's like an uh, employees-only door <laughs> that's got like a big fake plastic spider on it. I guess like <laughs> they wanted to make sure nobody went in the door. It's cracking me up. I don't know why I find that really funny. It's like eye level too. <laughs> Just <to> like <laughs> make sure you know, do not come in this door. This is the spider door. Um, how was that cookie you're eating? I don't like those kinds of cookies. You want a little piece? No. You know, no. I just said it's I okay. Like the only reason I bought it, or I got Eric to buy it, is because it was a purple and orange monster truck, which seems suit two on the nose for ex-employee Jeremy mm. Dooley, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm eating it in homage to his memory. God, rest in peace. Rest <laughs> in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, on, so we're, like, on the way over here, we drove down... <laughs> Maybe uh, the segue's too on the point. We drove down uh, Oldorf uh, uh, on the way. Talked about all the people here. that died on Oldorf. <laughs> before we do that, can I tell you my arachnophobia story? Oh, oh yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Sorry, you arachnophobia sorry story. we were talking about arachnophobia before the uh, before the podcast started because of the spider on the door. So when I was at my first wife's house in up upstate New York, second time I'd ever been there, so I was getting to know her family. Right. This is maybe 1996, 1995, 96 probably. When did Arachnophobia come out? 97. Maybe it was, I don't know, let me see. Maybe it was a little bit later. 95 maybe. No, that had to be, it had, no, it had to be earlier than that. It had to be like. It wasn't new when okay. I saw it. I bet, I bet it was like 92. I had never seen it before, and I was at her house in upstate New York, and we were snowed in, and it was very cold outside, and there was nothing on. 90. There you 90. go. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to watch Arachnophobia. I never thought to watch it before. Um, and I was drinking a cup of coffee, and I had like a cup of coffee in my hand, and I was watching Arachnophobia, and I didn't expect it to be scary. Right? Because, like, John Goodman movie? Yeah. Did you think it was going to be nice? No, but I'm not scared of spiders. I'm scared of snakes. Oh, okay. And Indiana there Jones was style. a jump scare yeah. moment that scared me so badly. I had a coffee in one hand and their <laughs> remote control in the other. I fumbled both of them in the air, and the remote control landed in the hot coffee, and it ruined the remote control. Oh, no. But it was one of those days when it was like you had dish or whatever, yeah. and it was like a specialized remote control. Yeah. And the family couldn't watch TV oh my for a couple God. of days after that. It, like, fucked everything up. And her dad fucking hated me no from that moment on. Because I ruined his... I somehow dropped his control in my coffee. And it just destroyed it. That's a, that's an amazing feat to pull I don't off. know how I did it. I was like... I was like... Bah, 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 you know? And then the next what, thing what I know, you, it was just, like, sticking what, out of the coffee. How are you sitting there watching a the movie holding onto the remote? It was, I just had, like, the remote... What if you want, like, put the, the remote down? Like, you put your thing on? I was young. I was, like, 24. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> you know what young people do while holding remotes? Oh, dude, I wasn't even... I was about 22, maybe. twenty. <laughs> yeah, somewhere around there. Oh, that's way, that's anyway. way better. Uh, that's my arachnophobia story. Cost me... Cost me uh, the, the love of a, of a father-in-law and a remote control. That's also like, man, yeah, like pre-internet, anyway, pre pre-Amazon. It's not like you could very easily get one. I'm sure you have to, like, call them. Yeah, it was a, there was a, it was, and it was, like, on a Saturday. Yeah. So it was, like, a Monday fix, and then the family uh, was just, like, you could still, like, there was a complicated way you could get around it, you know, like, pushing buttons on the TV, but it was just a fucking, it just ruined everything. On the way down here, we were talking about a dude we knew who, like, back at the call center, like, in the late <laughs> 90s, he would pirate and clone those H cards that, like, DirecTV, like, satellite uh, systems would use to, like, give, give you access. He would, like, clone them and sell them on the internet. And he was always like, very, I didn't have one of those systems. I didn't. I never bought one of those cloned cards from him. But he was always like, make sure to people he would sell it from. He would always be like, make sure you take it out of the system between three and four in the morning because that's when they send the signal looking for it and they'll fry it if it's in your system between three and four in the morning. Dude, remember? You ever wonder? Not remember, but you ever wonder? Did you read stories about how like somebody hit a pedestrian in a car? And you think, like, well, I'm glad that, first off, the pedestrian's okay. I'm glad the pedestrian's okay, or they live, yeah. or whatever. But you think, like, what must that do to the driver for the rest of their life? Like, if I hit somebody with my car yeah. and hurt them, 
or God forbid, kill them, but just hurt them. And they still live. They still, even if they just like had a broken arm and they go on with their life, I would be terrified to drive for the rest of my life. I would feel guilty for the rest of my life. I'd feel like a monster. I'd feel like I fucked up. I always wonder, like, how does it affect the people who hit other people with the cars? That dude hit somebody with a car, and he liked to tell the story. Oh yeah, he was a. Uh like many people at the call center, he was a... Uh, like, he hit somebody with a car, and they got hurt. Yeah. And he, he, he loved to pull that story out and tell it. Like, yeah. I, I guess the, the answer is not everybody is affected <laughs> yeah. in the same way. Well, some people are sociopaths. Yeah. I don't and, know that he was a... Well, maybe. Yeah, and I think uh, we had a fair share of them working with us back then at the call center. Definitely, I would say, call centers in the 90s over-indexed on sociopaths. Dude, have we ever talked about the dude who needed to go home? I don't know if we have. What is this? I don't know this story. Uh, like, we, there were there some, was a, some really like not great people there that you know uh, we knew because obviously we worked there, but we it's not like we were their friends or we associated with them. There one time there was this um, there was it was mainly men who worked at this call center. There before were, you go any further, okay. you know how some people are born already a man, <laughs> like they have a mustache I, by twelve yeah, 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 and they're yeah. like six five. Uh, and they're ripped, and they're, like, scared. They have a full beard by the time they're 17. Yeah. Okay, this, the guy Gus is about to describe was that dude. He, I, like, I would not be, I would not be shocked if this dude's in prison and has been in prison for a long time. Absolutely. Uh, he, Absolutely. He, he had a bad look about him. <laughs> he had a bad vibe about yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, we, at one point... We had this, a bunch of new. We always had new employees. I think the turnover at that place was like four hundred percent or something, right? Uh, like it was just constant. It was constant yeah. churn. And uh, we had a new employee who was, and it was mainly college students. We had a new employee who was a, a young woman who was starting. It was her first day. And then that dude came up to Jeff. I think you were the one working, right? Yeah. And was like, "I need to go home." First off, this girl was very cool, but uh -huh. she, she was very atypical for the environment of, course, of that yeah. place. She was very pretty and very tall and very outgoing and just seemed very nice and was like easy to like was striking up conversations with people and a lot of the people at that call center haven't talked to <laughs> other people let alone women yeah. in a while and he was like I just can't be here he like, can't, she, like she's too pretty I, I gotta go home it was what? so much worse than that what? he comes up to me he's 6'3 full beard like mountain man kind of uh -huh. gravelly voice he's probably 22 and he goes <laughs> he goes hey man I need to go home. And I go, oh, you're not feeling well or everything okay? And he goes, uh, not really, no, no nothing, things aren't good. And I go, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Well, I got to, like, what should I put down? And he goes, listen, you need to get me away from her. What the and I go, yeah. what? And he goes, I can't be around her. And I go, why? And he goes, it's just not good, man. And I go, I don't know what that means. He's like, I just don't trust myself. And I'm like, don't, what? And he goes, just let send me home right now. It's, it'd be better for everybody if I went home. He, and I was like, okay. And then I was the scheduler, so I just made sure to never schedule those two together. He, he didn't work there very long He didn't work either, there very long. what I remember. He was saving up money. Oh, I don't know God. if you remember this. I do remember this. He was saving up money, Eric, to go on a sex vacation oh, no. in Thailand. Oh, no. And that was his stated he was, purpose. He was... This was his story. He would tell everyone. Yeah, this. I'm not. I'm not relaying pri privileged information. He'd be like, "Hey, do you want to get a job? He'd like, um, I'd like to hot work for your company. I'd like to uh, work at your tech support company." And like, "Oh, okay, cool. You like in college or? Yeah, but I'm mostly just trying to save up money because I want to go on a sex vacation to Thailand." What the? Fuck? He'd be like, I am, "Before I, I knew his last name, I knew that." I would not be like I said. I would not be shocked if this dude is in prison. Like, man, there, <laughs> not not creep. Yeah, super creep. Awful. I think, man, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to follow that up. Like, he, like, what the fuck? Someone that's just, just seemed bad all around from the moment you met them. He didn't make it long. He didn't make. It. He, he, he weirded people out. He creeped people out. And I think, I, I, I don't remember if he quit or we got rid of him, but it didn't last long. Yeah, it was a weird. Vibe. You know, some people. Every once in a while, you just uh -huh. meet somebody instantly. You're like, oh, <laughs> like th that person has the potential to be Jeffrey Dahmer. Right, you yeah. know, you can just they, you can just feel you're, it, and you're like, man, I, I shouldn't stereotype people. I shouldn't right. do that. I should be better about it. And then they open their mouth. You're like, this guy has eaten someone. Yeah, yeah. this guy has murdered someone and probably has their head there in his was freezer. A, there was another guy. Here's a fucking story from the te Texport days. There was another guy who was weird, just fucking weird. Not, I didn't think he was like aggressively weird, but later I kind of did. He was just off-putting and creepy, and he was Gus's employee, and Gus had to keep... He had trouble coming to, to, coming to work on time, 
And Gus finally called me one day and he goes, listen, if this guy comes into work late today, I need you to fire him for me. I'm not going to, I can't, for whatever reason, I can't come into fire him. I was in the San Marcos office because right. we were opening And that. he goes, he was supposed to be on time today. It was his last, it was, this is his last chance. If he comes in late today, I need you to fire him. And I go, okay, yeah, man, whatever. I, firing people was a thing that was very scary twice and then became a very common part of the job. Plus also to reemphasize, like, we were like, Man, I was 22? Yeah, 20? I was 24, maybe 23. Yeah, we were, we're really young as well. Yeah. And so... Um, I was a bit of 20, yeah. Anyway. So this guy comes in, he's like 30 minutes late. It's like his 10th offense in like yeah. in 10 times or something. <laughs> and so I, I call him in the office and I go, hey, man, I'm just letting you know we're going to we're gonna have to let you go. Gus asked me to let you go. And he goes, oh, uh, well, no, Gus has to fire me. And I go, well, yeah, Gus asked me to fire you. What the fuck? Um, and he goes, and he just kept staring at me. And he goes, yeah, well, I'd like, I'd like to hear from Gus. And I go, well, I'm, you know, I'm, Gus is in San Marcos today. I'm doing it for him. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to come back and talk to Gus. And I was like, it's your prerogative, you know? So I sent him home, and he came back to talk to Gus. Gus, this motherfucker hired him back. <laughs> and then I look like an asshole. Well, and, then for like the, and then the guy worked there for like another year and a half. And I shit you not, Eric, every day when I would come in to manage, I would sit at this little computer that just kind of looks down on the floor. And that dude would stare at me like this. Just like trying to burn holes through my eyes. For a year, that guy stared at me. You also missed part of the story where uh-huh. we would frequently see him in the parking lot talking to himself in his car. Yes. I forgot about that. He talked to himself a lot. Really interesting how he made you fire this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave, I gave Gus shit about it for years. I'm still hearing about it. <laughs> I'm not giving shit. I'm, not giving, I'm telling the story. I'm not giving him shit. It was like, it's fine now. I got over it. But I was fucking annoyed with Gus for a little bit. I don't remember the Because dude's, I thought that guy was going to kill me. I don't remember the dude's name, but I do remember what he looked like. I can tell you his name. Oh, really? No, no we don't have to. Good, we shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember all of, I remember the other dude's name, too. Do I, you remember his I name? I remember the other dude's name. because Unique name. Yeah, I was... Yeah. Stay away from that guy. Like, if I ever saw that, like, if I ever went to a restaurant and put my name on a waiting list, if I saw that name, I was leaving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that was a unusual group. Um, but we were uh, we were driving over on Old Torf, and you remembered something I'd forgotten about that happened. Uh, when the clown got stabbed to death. Yeah. Yeah. On, at, like, Old Torf and 35, there's a high school on one side of the street, and there's some apartments on the other. And on the side of the apartments, one night at, like, 1 in the morning, a clown was walking down the street, like a dude who was a professional clown, and somebody just stabbed him to death. What? And this was, I don't know, eight years ago? Yeah, ten, been, ten, been, ten years maybe ago? Maybe ten, yeah. Yeah. And then you remembered something that I didn't know. Which was right past that, where the Austin Beer Garden oh, was. Oh, yeah. That was like, it's where the train tracks cross over. Well, this is a really morbid episode. This is where the train tracks <laughs> cross over Old Torf. I want to say that's like right around where uh, I think it was Miss Def Texas got hit by a train there. It was, So I looked it up because we weren't sure talking about it on the way. Miss Def Texas, Def Beauty Contest winner, was walking along the railroad tracks, home from her mother's workplace, texting with friends. It was struck by a train. What year was that? Does it say? 2006, March 2006. Yeah, terrible. I don't wow. remember that at all. But I was yeah. here. Yeah, it was. It was. It was right over there. Um, uh, by by uh, right off Old Torf. That's wild. Yeah, that, and you said it was like in a movie, or like it was some. Oh, like the unbearable lightness the of being. Yeah. yeah, I never saw it. <laughs> it was a book and a movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. What is with this street? Just a lot happening so over here. So that apartment complex oh. where uh, the clown got stabbed, like that's. <laughs> I, I lived there when I was like four years old. That's right. We determined that was when you became sentient. <laughs> yeah, it's when uh, when my humanity turned on. Um, uh, I remember living there like back in nineteen early eighties, right? It's like being like a little kid. How old do you think you were? You were born in seventy seven. Seventy eight. So I was I would have been like three or four living there. You were barely Gen X. Had like a little uh, yeah, barely by the cusp. <laughs> I had a little like blue radio controlled car I used to play with all the time there. Is that your first memory? It's one of my first memories there. Being there and then being at. Um, Hancock's uh, Center. It was. It looked. I remember big planters back then. Did we ever talk about our first memories on this podcast? I don't think so. My very first memory, I remember it as clear as day. I was on the side of a hill playing with this like red metal, little like a fire truck, right? Like old timey toy. Because I was. This is probably 1978, 77. Probably around the time Gus was born. Yeah. Because I'm a, a little bit older than him. 
And uh, and I remember having so much fun playing and having to go to the bathroom and not wanting to stop playing, and I shit my pants. <laughs> and then I remember like having to put the toy down and walk up to my grandma crying and knock on the door and ask her if I can come in because I shit my pants <laughs> and have her clean me up. And she's like, come on in. And that's my very first memory of being a human being is shitting my pants. I, the, I shit my pants when I was five in kindergarten. At school? At school. Oh, that's a bad one. Like, when, uh, I went uh, at that time. I was living down like south of Houston in one of those small, like little suburbs. Where where was that flat? I don't remember what it was called. Um, so there's like a bunch of little towns there. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like Texas City, Lamarck, uh, Galveston, all that area. Uh-huh. Um, it's complicated. Anyway, was it Texas City? Uh, I think it was Lamarck. Lamarck. I'm not okay. saying because I don't remember exactly. Okay, I, either, just, I just remember it being in the story. It was either Texas City or Lamarck. Okay. Um, and uh, I was in I was in kindergarten. At school, and at our school, there was a bathroom attached to the classroom. Like, if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you didn't have to leave the classroom. There was a there was a door by the classroom door that went into a bathroom, and it was like a little toilet and sink and everything. So, if you want to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you just go right there. And uh, I remember I needed to I needed to I needed to take a shit, take a little kid shit, <laughs> and uh, you used to take a big man shit. <laughs> I walk up to go to the bathroom, and someone's in there. The door's locked. Like I try the door and it's locked. And there's like, I remember there's like a little, a little chair next to the bathroom. I guess with like a little highlights magazine or something. So like if you need to wait, you can sit there and wait. So like I sit down and I'm like, oh no, I really need to go. And I like get up and I start like pacing around waiting. And you know, you're like a little kid. You don't think like, I need to leave the classroom mm-hmm. and go to another bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's like this is the bathroom. Like right. very single threaded, not thinking ahead. Yeah. And so I'm like, I stand up, walk around. You know, person still not coming out. Sit down to wait again. And as I'm sitting down, like. I just shit my pants there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And it's like, like I said, it's like in the classroom, like by the door, right? So I'm like, no, okay. Like I kind of like tell the teacher, like, hey, I shit my pants. <laughs> so she sent me to the office so they could call my, par- my mom to come get me, right? She sends me to the office. Was your like, mom a teacher at this point? No, uh, she was not. Okay. Um, I get sent to the office and I tell the secretary, you know, shit my pants. <laughs> Can you call my mom for me? And it must have stank because the secretary put a chair out in the hall and made me go sit in the hall. <laughs> You're just like sitting in your turds? Yes, I'm just like sitting in the turd. And I remember like an older Nobody kid. Nobody took you to the bathroom? To no, clean. no. I remember I was sitting in the hall and like a slightly older kid was walking by in the hall and like stopped in front of me and did like like out of a movie, like like sniffs the air and turns and looks at me and goes, did you? And I just go, yeah. And he goes, oh, and he just keeps walking. So yeah, I I I shut my pants when I was five uh, at school. Oh, damn, dude. God. Damn. That's fucked. Yeah, it sucked. So like, I, is I've, that the only time you shit your pants at school? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I uh, and I feel like that has forever affected me to this day. Like I'm always nervous. Like I don't want to shit my pants. I got it. Where's the bathroom? Okay, I know where the bathroom is. I'm gonna be okay. If I need to take a shit, I can go over there, like and have like a backup plan. Like it scarred me. You know, here we are, 40 years later, and I still think about not shitting my pants in public. <laughs> oh my God. I looked for the bathroom when we walked in here. Oh, I saw it. I saw where they are. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. That's good. I don't want to have a repeat here. This, this. Uh, I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast or not about when I moved to Austin and I was trying to find jobs and how I ended up working at the the call center. Yeah. But this building is attached. There's an East Side King on the north end of it, which is uh, used to be like the most popular food truck uh, business in Austin. Yeah. Way back in the day, this guy Paul Key, who ended up winning uh, Top Chef Texas or Top Chef Portland one year. Yeah. And became like a kind of like a, a national sensation briefly and then ran into some some drug and uh, abuse problems yeah. and kind of disappeared off the scene. But Eastside King, this is, I think, the only one left. And it used to be a porn store. And when I first moved to Austin, I applied to work at the porn store because I thought that'd be a cool job. And they wouldn't hire me because he was like, so where are you coming from? And I was like, I just got out of the military. And he goes, so you kicked out of the military? And I was like, no, I ETS'd out of the military. And he goes, I don't know what that means. And I go, it means exit terminal status. And he goes, terminal, that means, that sounds dangerous. And I was like, no, 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 I just got out of the army. He's like, so they threw you out. And I was like, no, I... You're allowed to leave the army. Yeah, I fulfilled you're done. my obligation. I'm honorably discharged. And he was like, I don't know, man. It sounds like you're selling me a line. And he just wouldn't hire me. I will say, you didn't help yourself in that situation at all. 
by using terms this man wouldn't know. I, yeah, yeah I man, know. I ETS out. Yeah. I was what also the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Dude, I was also 23 right. and I had been right. in the army from 18 to 23. It's all I, you, it was all yeah, I, it's, I, it's all you know, you assume everyone knows Yeah, it was the lingo. all it was right. all I was. Yeah, man, we all know ETS. I have no idea what you're talking about. We're all 19. No, we're in central time zone, yeah, right, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Do man. you wish that you'd worked there? I thought it would have been a cool job. Yeah. We never would have met. No, I would have probably met you there. Or when I came to buy my porn. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you would have. I would have probably met you sooner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, you look cool. You want to be friends? Did my issue of knockers come in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, no, I'm glad I didn't work there because we got to meet. Uh, and we're right by, like, uh, where Art's Rib House used to be. I think it used to be like on the other side of the parking lot over here. If I mm -hmm. remember, I never ate there. Did you ever eat there? I ate there once. I thought it was mediocre. And it closed right after I ate there. It was around forever. I felt forever. like that, that neon sign forever. Like, uh, Art's Rib House and Hill's Cafe were down here. And Matt's Hill's El Rancho. Hill's Cafe was further down. Hill's Cafe yeah, but was they're on, all like on this yeah. side of Lamar. And they're like the, they were like the big institutions. I, I, and they're all gone but Matt's. Yeah, Matt's El Rancho is still there. I remember... Years ago, I think it was when I was still working at the place before Rooster Teeth. You know, I used to travel a lot yes. at my old job. And I remember maybe back in, oh, man, 2000, 2001, I was uh, on a flight. And, you know, they put those shitty magazines in there. I was, like, I was on an American flight. I was, like, flipping through American Way. Do um, they make those anymore? Yeah, I gone? think they still do. I don't ever see them. They don't they, do Sky Mall, but I think they still do the magazine. I don't know they do. But uh, I remember I, I picked up the American Way that was in the seat back and it was like Madeline Stowe was on the cover and it was like Madeline Stowe's Austin and I was Is like Madeline Stowe from Austin I guess she lived like in uh, Dripping Spring or in the hill country or something really yeah and I was like oh okay like I didn't know so I was like I'm flipping through it like what does Madeline Stowe recommend in Austin and uh, uh, she had the, I guess the centerpiece of the article was Matt's El Rancho she talked about how much she loved Matt's El Rancho and I was like I'm never going there. <laughs> I was like, fuck, fuck that. And for you, like, that's been, Metzo Ranch has been around in Austin since the 50s. This is not its original location. Its original location was off Cesar Chavez, but it moved, like, in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 it's been, like, 20 years since I read that article, but only recently have I started going. I think in the last six months, I finally went. And I was like, you know what? This place's not bad. Really? Yeah. We ate there once together. Did we? Yes. The dude that, this is why... I why it's, it's how the guy who hit somebody with his car came up. He took us there. It was his favorite restaurant, and we hated it. And I, I haven't been back since. That's funny. I don't remember that. That was probably when did we work in the call center together? Ninety nine to two thousand. This was been two thousand two thousand one. Two thousand because I was two thousand one. I was working at the other place. So ninety nine. It would have been in that early because ninety eight to yeah. I have no memory of that because it, it was when we were at the original location, still working at the first call center yeah. before we moved. Some good audio texture going on. Um, man, I don't remember that at all. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I avoided that place for so long. And only recently I started going, it's like, oh, you know what? It's all right. It's it's better than Maudie's. Matt Hollum likes it. Really? Yeah. What's named after him? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's his, uh, his El Rancho. Yeah. yeah. Let's make it Gus El Rancho. I, uh, I love that Gus and I are so at odds on certain restaurants. Uh -huh. Like... Top Notch and uh, and Maudie's, I yeah. think I just fucking I think are darling, and I love that he hates them. Yeah. Um, I have a complicated relationship with Top Notch. Uh, <laughs> uh, is garbage. <laughs> I have a delicious relationship with Top Notch. Was Maudie's the one that we drove by today? Uh, no, that was Cora's. And, uh, and you don't like that? No, Cora's garbage. Cora's is great too. Yeah. I, I ate at this Cora's. I've only eaten at Cora's once. Okay. And it was at this one over here on Old Torf that we drove past. Mm -hmm. And I got tamales that had raisins in them. What? Yeah. Well, I've never done and that. And I was like, I'm never eating I've at this never, place again. I've never done that. Yeah, I've never had those tamales. I would just get the enchiladas. Uh, the last time I ate at that one, which was not that long ago, after the pandemic, I ran into Maxi. Who, oh, really? Who works in marketing, yeah. There's another location up uh, in Hyde Park. Yeah, it's, on, Duval. it's on Duval. Yeah. There used to be another one on Burnett. Over there in an old Taco Bell, kind of by where Frisco was. Was there? Yeah, there was for a while. Huh. Um, it's like where that car lot is. There's like a Volkswagen Mazda dealership. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Like right just north of there. There was a Curz there briefly, but huh. it closed. That's uh, interesting. That was, God, that was... 20 years ago? <laughs> I mean, 15 years ago was a long time ago. The, I like the one at Duval for one specific reason, and that's it replaced one of my least favorite restaurants in Mother's? Austin. Mother's? I didn't like Mother's. That was an institution. I, I know, another institution that I get, and I, I respect that people loved it, but it just never, I always thought the food was mediocre. It wasn't that great. No, I never, <laughs> I appreciated, 
I appreciated that it was a vegan vegetarian restaurant. I'm not. I wasn't I w- bagging on them yeah, for that. I would I eat just, there every now and then. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I'd I lived th- close to it for a while, and so I ate there a few times, and it just man. I'd eat there every now and then, but it was never like my go-to. It was never like I'm gonna go I th- look forward to this. I think that is a that's an unfortunate little area right there at 43rd and Duval yeah. because it's a there's a lot of awesome stuff there. There's a lot of stuff there in that spot, like especially if you live over there. There's a fle- Fresh Plus grocery store, which yeah. I cannot say enough good things about. I love Fresh Plus. It was my local grocery store for a couple years when I lived over there. Uh, there's an Osti Italian restaurant, which is that place super is very popular. mediocre. That, super mediocre. It's popular. That, that, it is very popular. That park, like that, there's a lot of traffic in that area around yeah. like dinner time because of that. Aspect. Quacks, super mediocre yeah. over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kura's is okay, it, but Mother's was terrible. Hyde Park Bar and Grill, incredibly overrated. Yeah. The only thing over there that's like fucking is a banger is that like Uncle Nicky's is I pretty good. I only ate there once and I got food poisoning. I like that place. <laughs> I, I haven't had food poisoning there yet. Uh, and Julia's. Oh, uh, Julia's. Which we I talked think about Julia's hit before. Miss, but I, it is good. I like sometimes. Julia's. Um, but there's so much stuff right there that's just like I, I lived over there and I just was so bummed that I didn't like all. Like it's it all. right by the flag store. Flag store's awesome. Which was awesome before they. Yeah. Changed uh, hands, like yeah. they changed ownership a couple of years ago. Uh, one of the dudes who works there just got arrested last week. What for? Um, uh, giving alcohol to minors. Ah, that sucks. I think, uh, yeah. The flag store lost its appeal to me when I quit drinking. You know. Well, the flag store used so it, the flag store changed once it changed ownership, and it used to. We be should also say what it is. It's a convenience. It's a convenience store. store. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the, it's called the flag store. Yeah. Because there are flags all over it yeah. from all over the world. So it used to be. It used to be the kind of place you would go to that had whatever you needed, right? Yeah. It's like if you're working on your house and you're like, oh, shit, I need a chain and I need WD-40, but I don't want to go to Home Depot. Like, I'm just going to go to the flag store. Uh, and they would have it, right? Now it's a lot more traditional convenience store. It's, you know, a lot of beer. And they've always had a lot of beer, a lot of wine. Yeah. But they got rid of a lot of, like, the, the other stuff yeah. that I felt like the flag store was, was, was handy for. Um, and uh, it, I don't, it's, it's fine. It still, you know, has a lot of stuff. It just, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. Plus, the old owners were surly as hell. They were. They would, <laughs> the dude would smile at you every now and then, but the woman would not. Yeah. It was, uh, fun. It was a fun place to go. Yeah. Uh, now it's, I don't know, it's just a, a lot more typical flat, a lot more typical convenience store. There's a place we should go maybe next week. I've been ta- t- telling you guys we should go to that one on North Loop, Double Trouble. Oh, yeah. that just opened up. But we've also, I feel like we've hit that area a lot, so I don't care if we... But there is a place that's... I, I feel like we just talked about half of the shit over there, but I got a million more stories because I lived over there. At the post office at 43rd and Speedway or whatever it is right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. It has closed down, and it is now a bookstore coffee shop. Oh, is that open now? So according to Emily, it was only open for members for a while, which sounds weird. Oh, but now members. it's open to the public. Do yeah. they know who we are? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> anyway, it's open to the public now, so we should check that out because that sounds that pretty out. cool. What is it? It was a post office right there at like 43rd and I want to say Speedway. Give me one, give me one second. First Light Bookstore? First Light Bookstore. Yeah, what? that's what it's called. First Light Bookstore. Gus is doing other business. Don't cut, don't cut Was that John Reisinger? Yeah, John Reisinger. Hey, what's up, John? How you doing, man? Come say hi. We, I, so I've been getting into baking baguettes. and uh, John. It's good to see you, John. It's good to see you too. Glad to be uh, on Anma, I guess. John, John, Third guest of Anma. John, John said, <laughs> I'll take it. The next time I make baguettes, to let him know that he wants one. So he reserved a baguette that I made. So uh, I have a I baguette in my backseat for it. Reserved. Yeah. I only make three a week. I eat one. Dibs. Uh, I want to reserve one. Uh, I gave one to my in laws. I had one extra one, and John asked for it. I- it's like it's like Supreme, you know. The kids are all about like you know the exclusivity and limited, yeah. you know. Stock. I, I, I got a baguette drop. <laughs> hey, can I get in on next week's baguette drop? Uh, um, I have family visiting next week, so they they have the baguette reserved. You 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 can have it the week after. All right, so I get a baguette in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. Right, I'm gonna unlock the the door. Text me when you get it. I'll lock it. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, John. It's good to see you, John. I like that guy. I think he thinks I boss. don't like him. I think he thinks I don't like him, but I do like him. That's okay. Here's my boss right here, Eric. I, you keep, I don't. No, I'm not. I even my email address is now uh, uh-huh. Jeff at Eric uh, Eric at JeffSpots.com. Er, nope. It's Eric at JeffSpots.com. It's not. I registered the domain and everything. Did you? No. Yeah, it's real. You can send an email to it. <laughs> yes. It's nope. for my new podcast, so all right. So if <laughs> the, people want to contact me, they have to the go through. The first person Eric. who emails Eric at JeffSpots.com will get that 
pack of gum, the Detroit Tigers gum, that we <laughs> okay. opened oh, in the break show it. last yeah. Monday. There you go. We have to find that. They'll also, that will put you in a lottery to win a Gus baguette. <laughs> <laughs> so that first membership has its privileges, because first member's going to listen to this first, so a first member's going to get the, uh, the Detroit opportunity Tigers first, yeah. uh, card. Uh, so that was good. That the break show was uh, was pretty fun. Yeah. 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 How'd you feel about that, Gus? I thought it went really well. Thank you for uh, having me uh, on your thing. I felt like I was like invading, like you know, not at all. Onto, oh. onto your thing. Everybody but, uh, said that you had really good chemistry with Emily. That's what I read. Oh, that you guys seem to like really like I don't know perform yeah. well together. Yeah, she uh, she's hilarious. I mean, she's uh, she's great. She's yeah, she's great uh, on that show. And so I wanted to make sure I don't marry duds. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. <laughs> That uh, um, I wasn't ignoring her, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. this, it's, it's, it's. I'm on you all show, so right, I want right, to make yeah. sure to like engage as much You're with very not good just you, but uh, with Emily as well. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we opened a bunch of old baseball cards from like '89, '90. Any big hits? Uh, no Don Zimmers, but we, yeah, we did. I actually, um, I'm glad you asked, Eric, because we're gonna yep. go do the break show today. We are. And I, uh, I took all of the the good cards home. And I graded them all, and I went and found comps for them. And I'm gonna I'm gonna provide a report of what oh, the, that's fantastic. the most valuable cards cool. are worth. Can we uh, can we get a spoil? By the time this comes out, the break show will be done. I think the number one card was a uh, Bo Jackson that could be up around 150 bucks. Wow. Oh, what about yeah. those Ken Griffey's? Uh, they were like 30, 40, 50. Oh. Yeah. Holy shit! Um, we have the break show, which is live on Mondays, and then it goes up on uh, Rooster Keith on Thursdays, and then uh, free for everyone on Fridays. But uh, Jeff has a new podcast coming out called So All Right. I think if you listen to this Monday, I think Jeff's podcast will come out on Tuesday, I think. Boy, that's scary. Um, so, I don't know. It's just Jeff's solo podcast. If you like this but want less people, check out, <laughs> out Solo Right. If you want to get a gusectomy. Yeah. So, what I did there, Gus, you can see cool. it's, the, it's the potential maximum value and then how many PSA 10s exist yeah. because they report that. So you can see, so like you can tell how rare a card is. As Interesting, well. that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're gonna figure out something while, to do with those. I don't know, like if we're gonna like find a way to give them away an extra life or mm -hmm. like do something for uh, uh, some could, kind uh, of charity related thing. You could sell them all and then fund a vacation for you and Esther. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I should probably sell them all and pay my mom back for paying for storage <laughs> for twenty five <laughs> years, thirty years. You don't want to buy a vacation to. It's uh, looks like you have enough money to go to Branson, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so So All Right should be out uh, tomorrow by the time you're listening to this. Oh, that's scary. That's the, next week? The break show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I need to make show more. Be, uh, the break show has been going. We're about three weeks strong uh, by the time you're listening to this, so check out the break show. I went from doing face and Anna to doing a whole lot all at once, and yeah. I don't know why I did that. Idiot. Yeah, I know. How's the cookie, Eric? It's See, not, I don't like these kind of cookies because they're typically very dry. It's not even that. It's and, just not. And they're very bland normally, like a sugar yeah. or a shortbread cookie. I feel like it's... They're just bland experiences. It's a fucking visual tin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it that. All right. It uh, it tastes like getting a cookie at the fair. It was also packaged on the 9th, I guess, and today's the 17th. So 21st. I don't, know, 21st. I don't know how long these things last for. I think it's probably fine. Yeah, I think it's probably fine, too. I don't too. think it was better six days ago. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did a good job of the wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the coffee in this place a little bit. I do want to get back into like more shit in this area, which mm. is one of the reasons why I picked this spot. I figured you guys were going to be like, this happened and then this happened. I didn't expect a clown murder and a <laughs> deaf woman hit by a train. But um, <laughs> Irie Bean is a coffee shop and a wine bar. Oh. So if you live around here, you probably come down, uh, get a cup of coffee, wait a little bit longer, get a glass of wine. They have a little patio kind of situation in the back. Yeah. Um, it's only 96 degrees right now at 11 a.m. Fucking so. brutal. What you can do is that while you're eating your coffee, uh -huh. you can walk over into Eastside King yep. right there. They're open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And then what is something East to something you on You talked Sunday. about what it, it used to be a food truck, and now it's this thing. What kind of food is it? Uh, it's like Japanese, I guess. I thought, it, yeah, yeah. It's just like, um, you know, there was like that big trend of like Asian fusion food. I think yeah, it was like yeah. a lot of like... Thai tacos and okay. stuff like like Korean uh, barbecue tacos and stuff. They like used that. to make a ramen, uh, a ramen uh, bowl with a f with a an egg and um, pork shoulder in it. I want to uh -huh. say that Millie, her, it was like she's probably eaten more of that than anything else in her childhood, in her oh, entire wow. life. She, I would always she loved it so much. I'd always go to Eastside King to get it for her on the way home from stuff. Yeah, how funny. Um, they have real good bao buns too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
I like all their art. It's cool. Yeah. They have really good chicken karage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just inconvenient. Yeah. Wasn't there one over on Caesar Chavez? Didn't we see a trailer when we did the episode I last think there's week? a trailer over there. I don't know if it's open. The original locations were, it was all the bars. It was um, uh, Liberty, oh, right. Grackle, yeah. and Shangri-La is where uh, the And they were. might. And you would do uh, like a, when you would go drinking on a Friday night, you'd go to Rio Rita, and then you'd go eat at all yep. three I, of those. I oh, yeah. always get Eastside King confused with Tycoon. I think that's what oh, I'm thinking in my head. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I think there's a Tycoon in the domain, and there might be one over by Kim Fung on North Lamar. And then another little piece of interesting trivia is, you see, it's got a very unique art style. Uh-huh. All the Eastside Kings are painted like that. That's actually done by a guy named P-Lander Yellow. Oh, P-Lander Yellow did that? Yeah, who's oh, in the so band cool. P-Lander, P-Lander Z, Z. Z. Yeah. who uh, is an awesome dude. I've... I've Hung out with him a few co- times. Co- I thought there nice was a reason guy. why I thought the art was so fucking cool. It's yeah. just P. Yellow. Yeah, P. Lander lives here, and he's he was real good friends with the owner. Coco's so Cafe is selling a T-shirt that was designed by P. Lander Yellow right now. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a really cool dude, by yeah, the way. If you ever get a chance to meet him, really cool, that's approachable awesome. guy. P. Lander Z's cool as fuck. Great did, band. Great did band. Nathan do a music video for them? Yes. Yeah, Nathan Zellner, who used to work at Rooster Teeth, did really? a P. Lander Z music video. That's, oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And then he did a bunch of really successful movies. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> Robert Pattinson and shit. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But but P. Lander Z. But he did do the P. Lander Z. Uh, um, so, Irie Bean is connected to Eastside King. Don't go in the employees only door. No, that spiders. Will, you'll get scared as a spider. It'll ruin, it'll ruin your remote control. Yep. Um, there's also what's on the corner is a tattoo shop. Oh yeah, there's a Rock of Ages tattoo here. I think. Okay. I don't know shit about that. Yeah, me neither. There's um, a th- th- there's like. 846 tattoo shops in Austin. Oh, yeah. I lost all perspective on all of yeah. them years ago. It's impossible to keep so, up with. So there's like a lot of stuff around here and a lot of stuff in this spot. And There's across the street, there's a place called uh, Black Sheep Lodge. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Which is okay, sports bar if you want to go. Okay. Um, they have it's, decent food. It gets but crowded, doesn't it? It gets real crowded on the weekends. But if you really? want to go watch a football game or something, that's huh. a decent spot to do it. So that's what Chipotle. Yeah. Um, there's so, a lingerie sex store over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool, not cool. where Eastside King is. It's a no, different, yeah, yeah. different. Well, that's porn not a porn store. store. It's just like a where you go to buy like, I don't know, dildo popsicles and. and oh, we got, it we got, says we, like gags and stuff. Yeah, we got to yeah. make a pit stop before uh, we head back to. Got to get these popsicles. Um, it's just an area of town that I feel like there, is hanging on. Yeah, there would there used to be. I mean, it's a great part of town. Yeah. There, we're also really close to. Uh, there used to be a Kirby Lane right over here. Uh, it was open for many years. It became Gordo's uh-huh. when Gordo's had, like, when they graduated to a brick and mortar. But that closed, I think, like a year ago now. Yeah. I don't know what that building is at this point. I don't even know if that building's still there. I don't know if it's, like, it's getting demolished or what's going on with it. It's a lot of turnover. There used to be a place that was really, we talked about the, the heavy hitters of the, of the old days, Hills Cafe and yeah. Arts and uh, whatever the other one was. We saw. Oh, Matt's. Also, uh, Maria's Taco Express used to be oh, over here. Be around the that was, yeah. at least when I moved to Austin in 98. 94, 95, that was, like, the place you got breakfast tacos. Yeah. yeah. Like, breakfast tacos have always been a thing here, but there was like that was, like, the only place you would go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you mentioned Hills Cafe made me think about this. I went up to the H-E-B off of Far West yesterday. I love that H-E-B. Secret H-E-B, because yeah. you can't see it from the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret, Secret H-E-B. H-E-B. Yeah. And yeah. as I was pulling in, I was looking at that, you know, there's that little shopping center in front of it that's blocking it from the road. There's a Burt's Barbecue in there. Really? Yeah. Where? Like as you're, I go there all the time. You know the street, not far west, but when you turn in to kind of go in the backside of H E B, right before you turn to the right, like right there on the right on that corner, there's a Burt's Barbecue right there. No shit. Yeah, I'll and I bring it out. up because Hilbert's Burgers, which is my favorite burger place, is named after Hills Cafe and Burt's Barbecue. Right, that's, that's so funny. That's why they called it Hilbert's. Hilbert's. It was their fa- two favorite restaurants. How weird. Yeah. Secret. Have you ever eaten at Burt's Barbecue? No, I've never eaten there. I thought they were all gone. I did too. I didn't realize there was still one. I'm gonna go. I I, uh, I go to that bank sometimes. So I'm gonna. The yeah, I was shocked. There. I was shocked. I'm gonna go up there and check yeah. it out. That's also, by the way, that's where Biederman's Deli is, where I fell in love with pastrami. Yeah. Uh oh. Biederman's really good. That's yeah. right by where we did the episode with Becca. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Yeah, that yeah. epoch up there. Yep. Yeah. Um. A little further up this road, I really like Golden Goose. Is right over I've never here. Never been there. It's, it's a, a great, bar. It's a great bar. Like a little dive bar kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a. It has a jukebox that only takes dollars. <laughs> it doesn't take coins and it doesn't take cards. That's it. Cool. We used to eat at a place. Some, one, once again, somebody from the tech support company loved this place, and I can't remember who. But do you remember, Gus, we used to eat at Old Alligator Grill oh, yeah, down was, the road. I know who that was. Who was it? You, I mean. It was the. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. Snatches guy. Yeah. Nice. Um, then, then that's gone. 
Oh yeah, the shopping center. That's, that's where that was. The rest, the old alligator grill was the restaurant that they dressed up to be tchotchkes in office space. Yes, yes, oh, that's that right. right. So if you ever saw oh, tchotchkes, that. that was actually the old alligator, old alligator grill. grill, which I think later became a. Uh, I, think, I think it's a Pluckers now. I think it's a Pluckers now, but I think for a while it was Great. a Kirby Lane or a high, maybe. Was it? Oh, there was a Kirby over there, wasn't there? Yeah, briefly. Yeah, like a couple of years. That, yeah. yeah, there's a Kirby if you keep going down Lamar, like on, like just going like south of here. That's what we're Kirby. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's that. That's where they filmed Office Space. Yeah. Crazy. Some of it. Some of it, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston was there. <laughs> Dude, she set foot in that. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Um, so what do you think of uh, Irie? The, the, so this was an unusual place because uh, you uh -huh. all always get the iced coffee and I get the iced Americano. Yep. The iced coffee always come out first and then uh -huh. there's, you have to wait a couple minutes for the iced Americano. Uh-huh. The iced Americano came out first here. Which and very, very fast. Never, it was like instant. You ordered it and it, it was, came out instantly. Uh-huh. Um, this is not bad coffee, but mm -hmm. it's not like mind blowing. It's not like yep. what we had last week. Like, this is very much. I felt like th this is like what I would make myself at home. Yeah, it's like very middle of the road. Audience, somebody in the audience pointed out that we fucked up last week. What, what was the name of the place we went to? Freewheeling Coffee. Freewheeling. We said that Freewheeling and all gimmicks they were up at the top. We yeah. forgot about Fleet. We had apparently Fleet was rated very highly Fleet as well. Right, was but, excellent. Yeah. right, but yeah. Fleet is that the one that was at the little corner and now it's not there anymore the um you mean where i go yeah like the little like park because it's not there anymore little right? fields yeah but we went to the fleet uh over oh, there by lost well that's right yeah, by, uh, yeah we went to the one lost well yeah. i forgot the, the original one yeah yeah those are all good there's a new one there's a new fleet that we should probably hit up on like seventh or something we need to also go to disnoodle coffee yeah okay so yeah, yeah. i keep i want to do that it feels like it's going to be a crapshoot on if we go and it's going to be like wait in line and we can't find a place to record or if it's going to be no one's there. Because it is a popular place. Yeah. Uh, which is weird for yeah. a coffee shop in that area, like that part of town. And uh, it's definitely on the list of places I want to go. Yeah. Blaine's um, mentioned it a few times, and I know yeah. he's, he's going to be upset if we don't eventually get it. Right, 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 right. It's a very popular place. So yeah. what what do you think about your iced coffee? Um, it's it's good. It's, it's definitely a darker roast. And you can taste it immediately that it's more of a darker roast. Um, I like that, by the way. Not, not burned, just really f like full flavor, mm. a lot more chocolatey sort of notes to it instead of like, I really prefer like, if you could roast it, a coffee so light that it almost tastes like grass, that's what I want. <laughs> like, that's what I prefer. Um, even in something like a cold brew or, or an iced coffee, I like a really, really light roast where it's kind of fruity or whatever. So this isn't really my cup of tea, mm. but... Um, it's not by no means this, is it bad. Yeah, this is really easy to drink. Yeah, yeah like really the, easy. It's not bitter or uh, I mean not I, acrid. I, in I, will say, I will say, double cupping, this has yeah. kept it so cold the whole time. Where every other coffee place we ever fucking go to is single cup. Here's a plastic thing, get out. Yeah, yeah. fuck off. Double cupping this thing has kept. I still have a ton of ice in this fucking drink. Yeah, and it's hot as fuck. If uh, yeah, I I, I this is a totally. Fine place to come to if yeah. you're if you're in the area. Absolutely hit this place up. Eight point six. Wow. I would go. I was thinking seven point five. Yeah, I'm, seven. I'm, I'm right around like eight, a seven somewhere I'm, around there. Yeah. I'm I'm higher on it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I it's, like a dark roast. Yeah. You. I can tell. Yeah. If you're if you're giving it that high on this, I'm a dark yeah. roast guy. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, w I was skeptical when they handed out oh, the Americano right I was like, oh, this oh, is gonna be like, like oh, that boy. place we went to where like the guy just pushed the button. Yeah. Hit the button. Uh, that yeah. I was like, oh, it's gonna be like that. That was such a bummer. Yeah. That was such a bummer. No. This this is this is really good. I've and I'll be honest. I've never been to Irie Bean, and I never. I never thought about coming here because I thought the name was kind of dumb. <laughs> but here we are. I missed. I was missing out on an awesome coffee shop. Yeah, and and it's a never judge a book by its cover. It's a spot. But that's what the cover's there for. <laughs> yes, yeah, the so cover is to keep dust off the jacket. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, good coffee. I think it's cool. Again, in a good area where there's like a lot to do, you get a cup of coffee and then go do a million other things. Right? Yeah, it's a happening part of town. Yep. Uh, which I, I really like. If you're um, going to live south of the river, I would say this would be the part of town you'd want to live in, probably. Yeah. Between, from, from like Mopac to 35. Yeah. I was going to. Uh, north, north of uh, Old Tour 50 yeah. Can. I was going to point it out when we were driving here that this would be a e really easy place to live. If I didn't work north of the river, this would be a spot where I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. Dude, I would love to live south of the river if mm -hmm. I didn't work north of the river. Yeah, because there's no fucking way. There's Crossing no way. the river is it, it's it's not worth a pain it. in the ass. And, yeah. and, and I know it, sound, it may sound dumb, but it, it, Austin is it, a north-to-south city. It is. And the river is like this line well, of demarcation. It's and just it's, choke points. It's a huge choke point. Yeah. It, like, 
the reason you can get everywhere else if you're north of the river or south of the river already is because there's a bunch of access roads and points to get yeah. anywhere you need to go, right? Like MLK will take you all the way east to west everywhere you need to go. And, you know, Old Torf and stuff like that will do like the same thing. But if you're trying to go north or south, fuck off. You, yeah, you're so limited. You're just choked. Yeah. You're choked. And it's such a headache. Um, but guys, one more lane. We're going to have one no. more fucking lane. Austin is definitely split up into people who live south of the river and people who live north of the river. Yeah. And Gus and I were both south of the river people, I think, for a for, long time. For a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now we're both north of the river people, and it's it's different. And I yep. hate myself every day. It's a different... <laughs> I, I don't hate myself. I <laughs> like it. I like yeah. it, but I would. I do miss... Because you don't ever come down here. No, no. no. Like, I really never. don't. Oh, I only ever do for... For this. The show. Yeah. 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 And I come down here, and I'm like, oh, I forgot about this whole other half of Austin. Yeah. That's fucking... The reason everybody moves to here, by yep. the way. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, uh, cool place. Come check it out. Love uh, it. Let's get into an anima question. Uh, Anarchy me anything is the name of the show. Here's Huzzaby on the Reddit. Name guess. Annual meetup of assholes. Great guess. Um, Keep guessing. Not, not the name. You're almost there. Keep guessing. So close. Uh, yep. Here's Wheat Rider. I don't know how specific you guys want to get, but I kind of want to know. What have been your favorite slash least favorite companies to travel to for work? Companies? Uh-huh. I, w I guess we could broaden it to things. Uh, what have you liked and not liked to travel for? My favorite companies to travel for uh -huh. were my least favorite companies to travel for, and that would be ad agencies. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I Some of the trips to Portland to Wyden Kennedy were some of the best trips we've yeah. ever done. Some of the trips to L.A. for other finishing houses were some of the worst trips we've ever done. It really depended on the project. It, sometimes it, really it went did, easy, yeah. sometimes it did not. And who you drew from the ad agency because there's always a creative attached. Oh, is that how it... Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not singling out Wyden Kennedy. There's a bunch of ad agencies we worked for, but right. it was really heavily dependent on who, who was your liaison. And then... Yeah, yeah like, they, like you would we would get a producer who was on the account and be like, you'd get to know them. It'd be yeah. great. But then they'd get moved off to another account and be a new producer. Like, oh. That's tough. Yeah, it's going to be, we have to re-meet each other, relearn each other. It's weird when you work with someone like an ad agency where you would think that they're hiring you so they would trust you to do the stuff that they need you to do. Um, and then they just fucking don't. In my experience, they would hire me to sit in a room and then tell me, and then get mad at me when I tell them that the video game doesn't do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand what you think the job is if yeah. you're an ad agency. We need Reggie Bush to take his helmet off and talk to somebody in the yeah. huddle. And I'm like, cool, then you need to animate that. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we'll do it in the video game. And I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah. And then they'll be like, yes, we will. And yeah. you're like, I can't. Yeah. We need to, yeah. Let's zoom in real close on the coach standing on the sideline. Stand there, yeah. Gundy. Yeah. Uh, the like, fucking, oh that, my God. That, I mean, yeah, the model is there, but it's low. Poly it's, count it's, it's because, poly because you're not zooming in on it. Right. Eric, I almost fucking, like, I came close to hitting a dude once uh -huh. in a room in L.A. because we got into a fight about Stan Van Gundy's idol animation on the bench. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want me to do? Uh -huh. He does what he does. I can shoot it from a different angle. I can shoot it low. I can shoot it, you know, top. Yeah. I can try to make it more dramatic in the angle, but he's only ever going to do what a sprite does. Yeah. And they'd be like, I don't accept that. Like, I don't understand what you think this is. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't make the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I want to do what you want me to do, but yeah. this is impossible. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's, it's I'm not just getting a, off on saying no to you. Yeah. It's, it's weird. You, you kind of run into that in like a lot of creative fields, too, where it's trust the people that you're hiring or trust the people that are trying to do this stuff to do the thing that, they, that you hired them to do. If you wanted to do this, you would just simply be doing it and then saving all this money. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you, what's the in-between? What is the, what's the excitement for you to get Reggie Bush to take off his helmet? I, get, I know you're married to your first idea, but we got to come up with something yeah, else. This, it's a football video game. Yeah. <laughs> they, they wear, they're wearing the gear. Yeah. Uh, I think some of my, on the same token, like some of my favorite and least favorite trips were all like when we were like back-to-back -back events, mm, just like yeah. all summer long going to conventions. It's like, it'd be fun like to hang out with Jeff and, you know, just like shoot the shit, yeah. uh, you know, in a booth and. You know, if Mega 64 was there, mm -hmm. go out, get something to eat, go out, drink, and, you know, hang out all night. But then it was like, it was tiring. It was a lot of work, and I, it was just like nonstop. I think the way Gus and I had fun, because I think we're very similar in this, we had fun by turning it into the most efficient operation yeah. possible. Yeah. Gus yeah. and I just didn't want to fuck around. Like, we had joy in getting in and getting out and doing it well and doing it quickly mm -hmm. and not and not wasting our or anybody else's time. Right. And I think that, 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 that was the fun part about it is how good we got at it. 
Like uh, but it was also exhausting. <laughs> it's like Factorio. Yeah. Uh, I remember being really impressed with you guys because we would do a convention weekend or two that were like a month in between each other and just be like, man, this is fucking, woo, it's exhausting, whatever. And you guys would be like, we have a, uh, we have something every week. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do we just, we get done here and then we're going there and then we're going here and then we're going there and we'll see you in a month. And we, it was like, I don't, what? <laughs> we would do like what? 20 to 30 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just remember, like, that was very eye-opening for me, meeting you guys and seeing the amount that you put into it like that and going like, oh, I thought what we were doing was right. tough. And then we had to, we left on Sunday because we had to work on yeah. Monday. We, yeah. had, we had Red versus Blue to make yep. in the process, too. That was the thing. It's like, there was just... It was a lot of work. It was just never... There, yeah, we were just always working. Yeah. yeah. I loved uh, it. I loved it at the time. I, I couldn't do it again. No, no fuck no. Fuck no. Um, it was It was fun. I was talking to my friend uh, Jared, who runs Cheap Ass Gamer. Yeah. And he, we were talking about uh, PAX. PAX is coming up, mm -hmm. uh, beginning of September. PAX Prime. PAX, PAX Prime. West, it's in Seattle. It yeah. yeah. Do you know there's like another convention center? Like they're, it's in like two different buildings this year. What? They're like building like another convention center or something in Seattle. I haven't been to Seattle in years. Yeah. I guess, at this point. -uh. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking crazy. They're like, I thought that convention center was just like, great, we got it. So they split it on two floors and we're good and wow. packs is set. They're like building. So is this like new one better, bigger? I mean, I assume. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about it. Um, is PAX still thriving like that? I, I, I don't feel like any convention is. No, it, and it's weird because we were talking a lot about video game stuff with conventions, and he was saying that like it, the way it's split up is kind of like here's PAX and everything, and then here's this other thing, and it's like Nintendo, like the other building thing that this thing is in, a lot of, like, Nintendo stuff and everything, which makes sense, Seattle. Sure. Makes a lot of sense. Um, but I'm like, man, does Sony still go to this stuff? Like, yeah. does Microsoft go to this stuff? He's like, at, like, sometimes. But Sony, like, pulled out of Gamescom. Yeah. And, but, like, it makes sense because if you're doing your own conference online and you're controlling your whole narrative, why the fuck would you go to Germany, spend, spend all, all that, that money? money yeah. You don't need to. Nuh-uh. No. Uh, in eight years, when the pendulum swings back the other way, and they have to go back on like their hands and knees and be like, guys, no, 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 we love being here yeah. with you. Oh, we love it. We never wanted to stop. Exactly. That's what will happen in 2030. It will just swing back, and then yeah. E3 will come back again, mm -hmm. because it'll just be... Everyone gets tired of it. Why are we doing it all individually when we can all pull just in one yep. direction together? It'll just be that. It'll just be a change into the guard. Exactly. Yep. It'll just be that. Um, but I just it was very interesting to hear about PAX's back and split into like two different buildings. You know, fucking crazy. Cheap ass gamer. I've always kind of admired mm -hmm. because you know that's very similar to an idea we wanted to do years ago. Oh yeah. Price puncher. Like yeah. Oh yeah. Price except puncher. he's actually did it and is successful yeah. at it yeah. whereas we just talked about it and never actually made it yeah jared runs all like their social and everything function. he's on the ball and i talked to him about yeah man and like they do all these conferences and then like they're announcing like psvr2 or whatever and he's like i just get so much anxiety when they do that because i just know that's what my life is for the next three months yeah, <laughs> and i'm yeah, like oh that yeah. fucking sucks fuck and that's why you don't run something like that because it has to be your whole fucking life yeah yep. and then don't worry there's Eight times as many social media platforms in the last six months as there were six months ago. So, great. Run it all, baby. <laughs> what fun. Yeah. That sounds great. We... <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. I'm getting hot. Uh, I'm getting, Gus is getting hot. At Anima Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Check out all the photos. There's a subreddit that we do not run. Want to be very clear that we don't run it. It is there. R slash Anima Podcast. And check out So All Right, the new podcast from Rooster Teeth. It's got 100% less Gus. Oh. It truly does. It's got 100% less everything. It's just, I mean, the... More Jeff. It's just me and some dumb words. Check yeah. it out despite that. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. Go subscribe. We'll probably put a link in the description or something. Yeah. Okay, bye.